want. Hello and welcome to the Marvelous Cinema Podcast. Your host, co-host, Henry Murray and... Matthew. And we're here today. Our main topic is the best movie of all time ever made in the greatest country. <laughs> Guys, pray. I wouldn't go that far. I would say yes. Fuck you. Please. <laughs> this is a one-man podcast. I wouldn't go as far as that, but, you know. Um... It's the real title is Birds of Prey and mm-hmm. the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Commercially renamed to Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. <sighs> yeah. Because Because of this sort of financial um problems it has encountered upon release. Mm. Um it hasn't done particularly well. It's around eighty million dollars for the opening weekend. Which is which it's better than Charlie's Angels managed. <laughs> Oh god! But then again, don't compare it to that. That's not much. Oh, but it's just a good movie. Um, what else have we got financially? It's such a good movie. Oh, it's the um, what the fuck's my phone doing? Um, what the fuck? Anyway, um, <laughs> basically, it, um, it's the poorest or slowest start to any DC release property. Right, I want to have a chat mm. here to everyone listening. Okay. If you are a fan of movies, mm-hmm. or you are an idiot, or you are a man, or you are a woman, go see this movie, because you know it's a good one. And if you paid so much money to see Aquaman, <laughs> see this. Why? Why see this? <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. This movie didn't worsen Justice League. It's currently standing at eighty-one million dollars on a budget of around ninety-five million. So it's all. It's going to break even at least, ish, maybe. With the initial production budget, but as we know now, he's oh. supposed to double it for marketing, oh. so it would have to break. But I want more of the. I know. I want more. So, as you have said, you have you you're looking forward to it. No, I am. And you have enjoyed it. And I have enjoyed it greatly. I feel similar to you. Like, hmm. I I felt like that after Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. But I that's why I empathise. <gasps> I I went in. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Like, yeah. I was thinking... I think we said before on the podcast that... Um, at worst, it's going to be a really... It's just a fun yeah. film to pass the time. Yeah. It was more than that, I it felt. It was more than that. It was so much more than that. It, it was. was. the greatest I've ever made. Okay. So, yeah, you, Gregor. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, uh, spoilers, I should say. Spoilers, spoilers for Birds of Prey. Yeah. Because there are things that could really will be spoiled for you. Mm-hmm. Like, um, say, here's your, you've, had your, you've had your warning. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they kill the two villains <laughs> yeah. came as a surprise to me. Surprising, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I was kind of thinking, like, you know, Gaga, you want you want to kill him? Yeah, he's the best one. He's the best person. I was actually more surprised when they killed uh, Victor Saz. Yeah. Although, did they kill him? Did they show that? We had, um Huntress spoke like she did because she mm. said that she her mission was to find and kill because he was one of the henchmen. Yeah. I I just love the way this movie was told. The structure of it was so like it was mad, but mad. I get it because mm. Harley Quinn is a mentally unstable yeah. psychopath, and this I think is how she would tell it. Similar, but I would say much better to where the the Deadpool movie did it. Mm-hmm. Where well the Deadpool. Devil One, I think, did very well. Devil yeah, Two, Devil I One think, did it well. Devil Two, I think, used the same sort of weird structure, but did not as well. Because mm-hmm. I think what you should do with a movie that's so like around, like doesn't yeah. have any structure really. It's kind of telling your story based off the main character, just remembering things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they tie it together really well in this film and Deadpool One, but more, I think more so in this film, like the theme of like becoming like a free person, like, independent. Yeah. 
independent person from people that are like mm-hmm. trying to control anything and i feel like every character has that sort of thing going on in their lives so at each time you jump from a story beat to another story beat it doesn't feel yeah that disoriented disorientating especially like when characters have already met mm-hmm. and they've already had a few scenes together and then all of a sudden they'll explain how that character came to be because they'll soon mm-hmm. like holly Quinn will just remember that she didn't tell you that part yet yeah and you tell her like oh yeah, oh, yeah that's cool because yeah. <laughs> like you're already into it anyway uh-huh. yeah how did we find the characters? Um, so, Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they do this whole thing. I'm not even throwing the joke at all in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, she's, I think the, the beginning is like getting kicked out of the house. Yeah. And she's on her own and she's doing idiot things or going <laughs> to clubs and like breaking mm-hmm. a guy's legs and getting away with it because this joke is like a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, I won't hurt Harley Quinn because if I hurt Harley Quinn, the joke is going to kill me. Yeah. By the way, I can't take it seriously anymore in this universe. That joke is just like a big thing when it's Jared Little. <laughs> I can't take it seriously that much. But uh, I, I'm going to imagine it's someone else. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and then through... I... Because I, they include a lot of flashback to Suicide Squad. Mm. Like Ace I Chemicals, know. an Ace Chemical flashback. Yeah. Um, as well, there's a poster in the police station she points to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Captain it's, a, it's Captain Boomerang. <coughs> yeah, he's in the, the new one. The yeah, the new Suicide Squad. Squad. Um, also, brief note on Suicide Squad. I really like Jai Courtney in that role. Same. He's on the highlights, definitely. Yeah. Like, I, I would say the strength, the main strength of that film is that it has a very good character set. Yeah. But the movie doesn't, the movie doesn't like, anyway, support them at all. Back to Birds yeah. of Prey. Anyway. So, yeah, um, and. Recently, something that I've come to appreciate is I really appreciate them actually including that mm, because yeah. it's like a, it's like a yeah we did this it wasn't great it wasn't great you didn't like it no one liked but it. we did it yeah this is this this, this these these, these there are not not necessarily our mistakes but these are what this is what we did we're gonna learn from it yeah and make a great movie you know we're, we're, we're this, this is us we're not gonna wreck on it yeah and I think. Recently, I've come to the opinion that retconning is dirty. Absolute <laughs> filthy right. business. Okay, yes. Because it... it, dis- <laughs> it okay. <laughs> it absolutely it disregards the fact that people have worked incredibly hard on something. I guess, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Like, people, a lot of people made a movie. Like, you, you you can't say at the time... If you went back to, I don't know, what when Terminator 3 was made... Mm-hmm. Would you go back to the director? I can't remember the director is, I'm sorry. And the George cast them. Johnson, uh, Johnson or something. You, you go to them and you say, yeah, you're working on this film, working incredibly hard. Mm. In 20 years, it'll be retconned. Retcon. doesn't matter. D- didn't happen. The, the the TV series, Sarah Connor Chronicles, yeah. all the effort put into that. Didn't it's not going to matter. Didn't happen. Doesn't matter anymore. And even kind of now, the new one that came out, uh-huh. now it didn't make enough money to make a sequel. Mm-hmm. I think that's also going to be like, didn't happen, just the first two still. Yeah. But it's, I, I feel like it's a bit of an insult. Yeah. And that, that's why I think, you know, stick with it. Because I know David Ayer has spoken in the past. I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of the films he's made. Mm-hmm. But I think he, he's made a lot of sense, so I respect him for that. Yeah. And he said that you know he worked hard on that film. Yeah. There was a bit of production inter- interference, but he a tried lot. his best. Yeah. To make the film the best film he could, and I I respect DC for including references to it and accepting yeah. that it is part. Like with the new Suicide Squad, I respect that they they're going with a direct, I don't say a direct, but a sequel to the original. They're not. 
recasting anybody or not. It's Ty Courtney, it's Margot Robbie. They're making um, new characters. Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, they're getting new characters in, but they're not like. Yeah. Seeing Will Smith ever happened, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I, yeah, I just. I respect that. Also, I love the clothes in this movie. Every Everything yeah. every character wears is so good. I. Like Harley Quinn's outfits are like so good every time. Like her jump, like gold mm-hmm. jumpsuit with like the uh, the pink, uh, like, what do you call that thing? Tube top, I want to say. Like I'm that. not an expert I'm on that fashion. That big jacket that she wears with like all the frilly <laughs> things on it. And I'm like, and oh, Canary and like her like weird like dreadlock hair with cornrows on the side. Oh, like yeah. a denim vest, I want to say. And like these really weird, like tight gold trousers that are like, <laughs> how are you wearing this? So they're like doing yeah. some of it. I was making a about that as well at the end. Yeah, they do, don't they? I think you can jump high and kick high with those pants on. <laughs> like, oh, that's a good point. Um, I love everything. Yeah. There's just so much colour. That's one thing yeah. you could say. Visually. Yeah. And opposite to like uh-huh. Suicide Squad, which they heard a response of Batman Superman that no one liked it because it was too dark. So they added colour and in very little moments in the movie of like, oh, colour! Like, <laughs> but the, the film looks very murky and, and yeah. like kind of like downtrodden and all that and kind of like depressing and green and like, but then all oh, colour! And like, you can feel it, but this film like, it was made from the get-go mm-hmm. of the intent of like, mm-hmm. so much colour. Uh-huh. Like, Ace Chemicals getting blown up. It could be a normal explosion, but no, no it is. fireworks. Oh, it's a lot of colour and it's so good. Uh-huh. So good. So um... Good. Back to the characters. Yeah. If I would say a slight criticism I ha- I have of the film mm-hmm. is that Huntress should be in it more. Yes. Because there's a there's a great portion of the film where you see at the beginning mm-hmm. in like a flashback where she kills four mob bosses. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then she goes missing. For a lot of the movie. For yeah. a lot of the film. And yeah. then so she comes back towards the end. She pops up and every I, once in a while. I really wanted to be in it more because I really like Mary Elizabeth Winston as an actress. I think she's very, very mm. talented. Yeah. And also the whole aesthetic of that character. She's just cool. Yeah, she's you really know? cool, yeah. I just think it's... Yeah, I I think the movie being a Hollywood movie is like the top priority. It's, it's a Hollywood mm-hmm. movie. But the best priority are like surrounding it and it's reinforced the theme that's... Uh, reinforced the theme of like her getting away from like the Joker and like these people yeah. trying to like control them and I think they all like they all work very well for what they like what amount of time they have yeah because I don't think any of the supporting characters have that much time mm-hmm. but what they do have I do love and it is like it is great and yeah. I feel like when they come together at the end it, it feels like compare Suicide Squad where at the end after I think it's after the bar scene they all come together to do mm-hmm. the final missing yeah and it feels very like Oh, that, it's, just, it's just a big scene. It's just a big... <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's a big scene. Yeah. This one, I was like, yeah, this, like, this is great. All narratives came together. Yeah. If that make, yeah. It was like... I think someone said it's like Tarantino, like Pulp Fiction, like like the stories told from like... I suppose so, yeah. Yeah, different time periods and different things and like back and forth. Like, oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about this part, so yeah, it's this like, part. <laughs> she, she fits the role of an unreliable narrator yeah. very well. Yeah. And it's very believable the way she tells the yeah. story. And she nails the character here. Like mm-hmm. Suzanne Squad, she, I think she nails it, but the dialogue is just not there, mm-hmm. and like the outfit is very weird. Yeah. Like, why is she wearing those trousers? Like, not in trousers, the like fabric, this line is weird. Um, but like, I feel like the lines aren't quite there for her in that film, but you can yeah. feel her being like the bright spot. Yeah. But in this film, like, anything like works towards her character being yeah. like a fully like demental character. I think some parts aren't 
as don't hit the spot as much as they should. Mm. Like I, 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 I'm not that keen on the whole um, thing with the the sandwich. Oh really? I thought it was a little. Oh, I love that. I, I, I got the point, but after a while, it felt a little, mm. a little overdone. I loved it. Like, I felt the same with that, a few jokes. Yeah. But for the most part, I did think the humour landed, particularly mm. again with Huntress. Yeah. Like when they're when they're arming up. Yeah. He said, "You bow and arrow." It's not a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not twelve. I, or something, and then she says, "You have anger issues." I don't have anger issues. Yeah, <laughs> I just think the humor in this is like is the movie where I think not all of them, but like I think like some of the Marvel movies that the 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 humor can feel like it's put in because it's part of the MCU and because that's the, what they're known for. So like Doctor Strange, even though I do like the movie a lot, mm-hmm. I feel like the joke of like I don't know, like him after crying and getting over his problems, yeah, putting up his hood, and then. The tears like get it's like a big moment of him becoming the hero, and then all of a sudden the court cut starts like put like um Why wiping his tears. Away? It's a joke, and I like mm-hmm. I didn't need that. But in this song, I feel like the comedy is very much like in the very fabric of the characters and mm-hmm. like what they're doing. So I feel like it works better mm-hmm. than the like an MCU undercutting itself. I, so I would agree. It it feels integral. Yeah, it just feels like the character. That's how she lives her life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like it's. Like I don't, I never question it when she went to the police, police, uh, the police, um, uh, what do you, I don't know, police station building, yeah, station, <laughs> and like sort of like hitting everyone without like those colourful like mm-hmm. sparkly like confetti things and all that. I, was, like, I didn't question it. I was like, that that is what she would do. So <laughs> like, yeah, okay then, I believe this. This is really good. Yeah. And yeah, it's so good. Um, well, well, well the villain. The villain. The villain. Oh Ewan McGregor's black mask. Yes. Ah yes, the mm. best, the best ever. I love how campy he is. Yeah, was an eyeliner at well, one point. Over the, yeah, like, so over the top. Yeah. I'm the villain. I'm melodramatic. I have mood yeah. swings. <laughs> I'm gonna let you live. Oh. you've done a snot bubble. Cut a face off. It's not even just like kind oh, you've like... done you've done a snot bubble. It's him going. Is that a snot bubble? You, but like the way he says <laughs> it, in like you you know, guys, yeah. um, American accent is so awesome. funny. Without mm. him being gay, yeah. so you I put on an American accent for Hugh McGregor, uh-huh. and then he's gay. Him going like, "Ew, it's so funny!" <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, it kills me inside. Um, I will be honest. Going into it, if I'd have watched the film without being told beforehand mm. that this version of Black Mask is gay, mm. I probably wouldn't have. Really, I wouldn't have assumed that he was gay. I think. I, I think there's more implication that Victor Zaz is gay. Yeah, you and McGregor. Because yeah. it does severely imply he, that Victor Zaz yeah. works for him because he, has, <clears throat> he likes he likes him. Because like, there's a lot of scenes where I think uh, Black Canary is like taking over some jobs in his life, mm-hmm. and he looks very annoyed that like, he's even talking to her. Yeah, it's like you are jealous, and that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't like you because you're crazy. <laughs> and then like, they're having like it's in the morning, and he's watching him eat his breakfast or something. Mm. And then like, they're having the conversation and he just tries to one-up Black Canary through the yeah. whole thing. It's like, this is, this is a good, good writing because I kind of like, I'm interested in their yeah. like, daily life more than I am anything else at this mm-hmm. point. The, yeah. the villain is monologuing. But like, oh, <laughs> when he goes like to like the the little shrunken skull mm-hmm. and he's going, look at this little skull. <laughs> <laughs> <"Ew."> <laughs> Again, he goes, ew. <laughs> oh, it's uh, so good. Yeah, I, I do think he gives a good performance but Hugh McGregor usually yeah. gives a good performance anyway. And but, I think I heard about probably like compare a character to Jack Sparrow, and he said like you, 
to the character starts off at this point and then goes to this point. Mm-hmm. But getting to there, it'll be like a lot of up and yeah. down. You don't know who he's with, who she's with, who will yeah. it gets there at the end. And I feel that's a very good way of putting it up mm. Margot Robbie in this role of like she has a point she has like a very clear character arc, but the way she goes about it, it's so like not at all traditional. Like mm-hmm. it's so what Back is she and doing? Forth. And the thing is it ends even in a way that you don't would expect it of like you think the whole point is her getting a new group of friends and being like like supported by them but mm-hmm. it's also like kind of like it is that but at the same time her being independent so it's yeah, like she takes own, a car yeah. and like this comes her own business on it like trains the cassandra kane character yeah and like yeah yeah I it's, love it. it's yeah I would, I would say it plays to margot robbie's strengths yeah and she she's excellent yeah and I all of it yeah yeah i i, I can't imagine anyone else playing harley quinn yeah now. No, 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 no. Yeah. I feel like I remember when I came out of the movie I thought in the same way Hugh Jackman is Wolverine I feel like she is now yeah, in this yeah, movie this, this has sort yeah. of solidified. I had questions after it, it, Suicide Squad about her but after yeah. this like, yeah, I think after Suicide Squad you, you just think she is one of the positives for the film yeah like it's her performance is good her chemistry with Will Smith is good mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's probably the reason we got this film in the first place yeah because and it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, and I was thinking about like the things that happened in Suicide Squad happen in this movie, but like the better version of like it's like they have that same thing of a, a character being introduced and it freezes and then there's all the things that pop up. Yeah, but in Suicide Squad it was like it was like too many things, and it didn't really suit the tone of the movie because it was very serious for the most part. Yeah, but this movie is like it fit the tone and it was just like the name and the grievances of Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah, like, two things. It wasn't like. 10, 15 things come up at the end, and like you have to pause the movie to read it. Which I never, yeah, it was, it was just random. It, yeah. it was clearly inserted after the yeah. backlash to like, I remember um, Batman vs. Superman. Suicide Squad was like, I think Jack Gordon's character had like his, and unless you saw it by chance or like pause it and watched and saw it, you wouldn't see the pink unicorn thing. And then, so the joke of him having a pink unicorn wouldn't be wouldn't be funny at all going yeah. forward. So it would be like, it's so weird that you'd put that in a bunch of text and like have it there. <laughs> it's so weird that that's a choice they made. Yeah, but I feel like this one made it a lot more clearer and like this, it worked better. Mm-hmm, it did. Yeah. yeah, it also felt like everybody was sort of pulling in the same direction. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like there, there were, yeah. And a sole writer, sole director. Yeah, and it wasn't like. I don't, even I don't think studio really cared either, which mm. is always a good thing in a way. <laughs> you always want yeah. a movie to be like they, they mm-hmm. don't know what's happening, so yeah. I think this film is much better than Joker. I, but I can't argue with you on that one. It's, they're, they're very I've got di- him. Different, got but, him. But they are very different. They're very different. I have films. won. <laughs> I've done it. I've won. But they're very different films. They are. So, like, but this is just so much more enjoyable for me. Yeah. And one thing we probably haven't talked about is the action sequences. Mm. Particularly the one in the police station yeah. is excellent. Oh, it's so good. It's John Wick people, like John Wick stunt people doing it. That doesn't surprise me. Choreographing it. So like, the action, unlike Suicide Squad, where where from the trailer and anything you heard about the movie, you'd be like, they're not stopping the end of the world. They're like, getting someone out of a building or like, yeah, killing a target. But when it turns out that they're like just doing a lot of CGR destruction, just shooting like, these what? black bubbly messes. Yeah. What is this? And then in this movie would be like. No, it's a grounded, not grounded, but it's like a, it is like a melee combat sort of. Yeah, like it's toned down. It's a... Interesting flips, <laughs> you know, like oh that part where Harley Quinn uh, throws a bit of at the ground 
and then from the oh ground, yeah, it bounces up and hits a guy in the head, and from his head bounces Bounce back, back in the air and into a hand. That is beautiful. I've never seen that before, and it's like I, I can see the standing up stuff going yes, yes, in the middle of the theater, just standing up it. and We've clapping. We've done it, yeah, and like, and that part where in the same police station, like, see. Um, breaks the guy's legs oh like, god but like twice <laughs> over so like he breaks one leg and then breaks the other leg but then she goes back on your leg so breaks it twice both ways that is both grim but immensely satisfying oh, you, can't, you can't fix that right you can't fix that no, that, yeah. you can, yeah. that leg's lost <laughs> yeah oh my god and I think like so many parts at the end in the like carnival uh-huh. I, I didn't even notice till I watched like a review where the background you can just see <clears throat> like everyone's fighting mm-hmm and we're focused on like Cassandra Kane or something like that, or like Black Canary. And in the background, there's this Harley Quinn on a trampoline, just like having fun, like hitting some guys. <laughs> like you wouldn't even see that, and like if you didn't know, but like, it's there, and it's just, like yeah. actually good mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's just, ah, so good. Um, I felt that the you know the, the, the sort of the musical sequence mm-hmm. in the sort of end of the second act, maybe. Yeah, halfway through. You mean like the, the pink dress, like yeah, dancing, the, the Marilyn yeah. Monroe yeah. diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yeah, that was felt that felt really disjointed. Oh, I loved it. Did you? Because I, I remember, I remember it was in the trailer. Yes, but I felt it, it was really. <clears throat> obviously, it's a good insight into her mental state, but I felt it was very disjointed in that. What I loved about it was because in the trailer I saw, and I was. I, I'm a very I love like uh, dancing movies and stuff like that <laughs> musicals. musicals so like I was very excited for a musical number uh-huh. so when it and I, I always knew from like the way it was in the trailer that it was going to be her hallucinating you could kind of mm-hmm. tell the way it was like edited so I was like oh yeah it's going to be her hallucinating a big dance sequence and when it started and I realised what the song was it was mm-hmm. like Diamonds are a girl's, girl's best friend yeah and I realised the greatest <laughs> it's so great because she's in that she's in that like ter- interrogation thing and mm-hmm. uh, Black Mask leads, clearly said something like so I want that diamond back or someone to cut your face off. And her mind just went, oh, diamond. Yeah. And then she's going, oh, I want that diamond. diamond. <laughs> and then that whole thing happens and I just loved it so much. I wish it was longer. That's all I wanted. I wanted it to be longer. Mm. Maybe if it had been longer, it actually made more sense. Yeah. I wanted the whole like dance number. I didn't mm-hmm. want it to be like, dance number like for about a minute and then yeah. it cut to like diff- diff- different things. It just felt random. Yeah. But a lot of the movie is random. <laughs> but it, random, it sense, random. It's logical randomness. Yeah. But anyway, I just that's fair. I just think from the beginning I was like uh, I was into the movie of like I mm-hmm. I would want all of it to happen. Yeah. Do what you want. Yeah. You'd even if I'm being a bit critical of that point, I do feel like um the response to this film has disappointed me. Yeah. I critics like yeah, critics like it. A lot. Uh-huh. Um, audience likes it a lot, but it's just like the numbers of like people that have went mm-hmm. to see it is really annoying me. Yeah, because I'm I'm wondering why. Like even if we, even if you didn't like Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. I feel like even they like Harley Quinn, and Harley Quinn was everyone's cosplayer for two years straight. I know that's true. So I'm wondering how they didn't how they didn't like go to the movie. I'm very confused. And it was well, it was a well advertised. I, I would have yeah. thought it'd have been much more popular. I thought, like, at least in the UK, at least it was yeah. well, well advertised. Um, oh, I once again made a similar mistake as the mistake I made with Rise of Skywalker, uh-huh. in that I read some of the reviews on IMDb. No, don't never. Why is there an insistence on people insulting films like these because it's? Too woke. What? Because really? apparently a lot of this stuff on there really is 
We hate the skill power st They hate the skill power stuff. Why? But it's Why? not overpowering. It's not. It's And how can you think it's woke when it's a comic book yeah. that's 20, nearly 25 years old? Yeah. It was, it was started in 1996. How can mm. it be? Also, part of this? It, I don't. Why? 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 But why? <laughs> why can we not yeah. just get behind? I'm not sure. Why is it immediately dismissed? Uh, do you think? And also, 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 I'd like to say, I'm. I'm going to try and find one, one particular. One particular one that I saw. Mm -hmm. um, oh fuck's sake! I just typed IMDb into IMDb. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a sad little person I am. Oh. Uh, Birds of prey. And the photographer demonstrates that one Harley Quinn. Mm -hmm. Where is it? Where is it? Let me have a look. Um, let me hear me. One of the one 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 of them is one out of ten. Hollywood continues to go woke and still gets broke. Fuck off! Oh my god! Uh, <sighs> another one get woke. Why? Just why is this a crit? That's not a criticism. That's a. It's a petty vendetta it against is. women. It really is. Why? Why are we still doing I, this? I really hope that it's a minority, but this very vocal. Mm -hmm. But it's so, it's so hard to tell at this point, isn't it? Because I, I remember before the movie came out on Twitter. There was some guy that said because they removed all the, the the sex appeal from all the female characters that no one will go see it. And I was like, number one, I would argue that they do still have sex appeal. Again, Without, that's what obviously, I obviously, number one, I I, I I don't want to sound creepy with it, <laughs> but like it's still there. It's Margot Robbie, like what? Um, so number one, yeah, they still have sex appeal. I don't understand that part. More, more PC garbage, one of them says. It's fucking 15. How can it be fucking PC with 15? Oh my god. She breaks a guy's leg twice, twice. on the same leg. So How is that PC? Different ways as well. Oh my god. <laughs> Good movie, guys. Oh god. But like, even if it didn't have any, like, even though they were completely like, made to like, not be attractive at all, what does that matter to who's going to see it? Mm -hmm. I would probably still go see it if it was the same movie. And what? I don't understand what the point oh god and it really annoys you as well because I feel like they're winning as well because they're saying that because it's walk it's going to not make money at the box office yeah. and it's not making money at the box office so even though I don't think it's that reason it feels like they're winning at least to them but it, and that annoys it, it, me so it's much. just a minority yeah it's not I but they're so loud about it <laughs> like I, I can't seem to find the one I like apparently raised to walk because there's a female character in a Star Wars movie imagine if Leia like even later to now, now yeah. in Star Wars movie would be everyone would hate her, just because it's a female character, too strong. Yeah, you just you apparently you just you just can't have them. Can't have them very much. I can't. I can't seem to find the quote, but it basically it said the title. The title of the review is something one or two or three out of ten. Um, it was something like, um, "Why won't Hollywood listen to us?" Hmm. Right. First of all, first of all, yes. they're not listening to you. Yeah, <laughs> no. Because most people go most. It's like it's this thing. Oh, they they won't get the message. They're getting the message that Wonder Woman was universally loved. Yeah. 
Captain Marvel grossed over a billion dollars. And was not hit, not disliked, I would say. All three Star Wars films mm-hmm. grossed over a billion dollars. Yeah. Rogue One is immensely popular. Mm-hmm. Female character as well. So, yeah. No. In fact, Solo the, is the least grossing one. The yeah. Male character is the main character. They are getting the message. Mm-hmm. And the message is that people do. Yeah. You, you can oh, God. make... It's so annoying. It's so annoying. It's there's so there could, there could be so people that bring up this woke. Oh, I don't want to in, immediately dismiss people who feel like they they're losing something because of the people being woke. <laughs> no, um, things things being woke because there are there are maybe perhaps instances. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. The more I think about it, the more there isn't. No, there so isn't. I, I don't know what I'm talking it's about. It's just here. weird man babies. It's just because I'm just I'm just I'm just speaking. I'm, I'm left speechless yeah. by by like... the insistence on people of refusing yeah. to believe that a film can have female characters in the lead and because just, they can I think one of the creepiest things, uh, mm. creepiest things that I've ever seen on I think it was on it was on Twitter yeah it's like this post where the guy was like what what we were promised and what we got and it was like a picture of Harley Quinn from like some sort of fan art and she was very sexualized, like wearing almost no clothes yeah and then what we got was like her in that big like great jacket she wears that I love and what well, I don't, I I don't... Like, why number one she's still attractive I would say number two why does it matter doesn't need to be that at all. Number three, that's so creepy. That's so creepy. It's really creepy. That that's it's, what you want from a movie about a female, <laughs> like at all. And it's also insulting to Margot Robbie. Yeah, as like a person. Yeah. Ah, oh, I just I lose faith in humanity. <laughs> yeah. At times like these. And there's also something else going around about uh, how this is why we need a female director handling a female project because, and I don't think even I would notice that much. But as if I was directing this movie. Mm-hmm. Never in my mind would it cross me to do this thing of um, when the, um, the final carnival like fight, mm-hmm. uh, Black Canary, not Black Canary, mm-hmm. yeah, Black Canary, Black Canary is like fighting and the hair's getting in the way. Yeah. And at a certain point, Harley Quinn helps her out and then goes next to her and says, "Her hair tie." Yeah. She says, "Oh, thanks," and then she tears up her high, uh, ties up her hair, uh-huh. so it's not in her face. That's so just like a thing that I, as a man, would never think about. I would never think to myself that her hair's going to get in her face or her heels are going I to I suppose hurt. so, yeah. Uh, so, like, a, a female director, like, I, they inj- would inject that because they just, they just know that, mm-hmm. like, naturally. That's why I think, like, in a movie about uh, uh, Sang-Chi, the new Marvel film, mm-hmm. needs, like, an ears and director. And, like, so, and Black Panther needs Ryan Hoogler because that's their perspective. They know, mm-hmm. like, the people yeah. that they're working with. And so, I, I, I'm... Because it, it, we're not... We don't necessarily saying that it has to be that because only um, only a certain demographic can write for that demographic. Yeah. Because I would argue that I, I've forgotten my train of thought again. It's the second time. Yeah. I, again, left speech. But yeah, it's important to have that diversity. Yeah. Because, because they can tell stories that we haven't heard of yet. Yeah. Because me as all no, like a white guy. Yeah. I don't have anything new to say. <laughs> like, yeah, like, no. I've seen a thousand times. Yeah, it's just yeah. It it needs the added like, de- depth. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you just don't. And then and then yeah. as well, you provide that level of depth. It enables people to learn from it. Mm-hmm. So, like 
for us, we 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 could see the hair bubble thing in that, and we could we we we'll, we'll know that, and we'll learn to think similarly. Obviously, yeah, we won't think exactly the same. No, nobody. Oh. I, no, I'd clarify. I don't mean that as in there's a difference between yeah. men and women. I mean that as in on an individual one person to one person yeah. basis. Like we we will learn different parts. Yeah, from everyone. And just like I don't know. Just the like more the more variation there is, yeah. the more good it will do. It's and not like it's not being woke. Yeah. It's being supportive. It's being like, it's willing to try new things. Yeah. And like if you're like watching Black Panther uh-huh. or seeing the trailer for it and thinking that's an attack on me as a white man, what <laughs> the fuck are you doing? What are you thinking about? Because uh-huh. like it's not. It's just like something different and something different and something bad or like against you. The world's a big place. Things can be different. <laughs> the world's a big place. There's a lot of people in it. Not a lot different. To quote Band-Aid, there's a world outside your window. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, guys. Come on. But like, back to the movie. What a good movie, I'm right. I agree. It is. It's... And I think from DC, this is what I want. This is what I want completely. Oh, yeah. DC like, are pushing in the right direction. Yeah. They really are. And I don't even... Because I've heard reviews like saying that this is the, for the DC universe, this is the good step forward. And in my mind, I don't even think of it as a DC universe anymore. I think of it as like just good standalone movies. Yeah, I don't, just throwing out. I don't need Sazam to, like to show up in Suicide Squad. Uh, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I really don't need that. I don't need. Yeah, I them to come together at all. We shouldn't necessarily judge them based on what Marvel have done because mm-hmm. that seems to be for many people like the template. Yeah, but that's a one in a million. Yeah, it really is. The likelihood of them actually pulling that off was slim, and they, they did it. They did yeah. it well. But trying to compete with them in the exact same way just isn't it yeah. isn't a good idea. And I feel like with DC, I think just letting them get a good director, like an actually mm. good director, not like a unknown that they're picking just so they can like control at least. Yeah. And just let them go for it. Like Kathy Yan doing this movie, she just mm. went for it. Like Yeah. I don't I think it's a great looking movie and probably I think better looking than all Marvel films post first Avengers. Because I, I I don't think any of them look particularly good. I would argue that Ragnarok, I think Ragnarok's a very good-looking film. <laughs> That's a lot of that. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just think that DC, at the very least, have like a very, I think, like, even mm-hmm. before it, even before they were going to this standalone territory, even mm-hmm. before that, they they did give it to Jack, uh, Zack Snyder and it did say, make your movies. And those movies are his movies. Mm-hmm. The truly bad ones are the ones where they went, they panicked and went, oh, we've got to change it all. So Suicide Squad and Justice League are those like products of like, mm-hmm. they wanted to change it all and they, yeah. they messed it up really badly. <laughs> and I feel like they're the only two bad movies that I can see. Even Aquaman, a movie that I don't love. I've not seen Aquaman. Uh, I didn't find it particularly appealing. I'll be honest. It's, it's fun and it's so weird. And it's completely James Wan going crazy, mm-hmm. but it's like it has problems with the script, and I accept that those are problems with the script and problems with the, the movie making. But I see a lot of personality in that movie, and it is oh yeah, it is okay. his movie, and I want that from DC. I want the standalone projects where the character the character gets his own movie uh, that's built for him and not mm-hmm. for a wider universe, just yeah. like for Harley Quinn or for Aquaman or whatever. Yeah, I despite how I might dislike Joker. Mm-hmm. I think that it's a miracle that it's made. Like yeah, it. Whether you like him or not, Mm -hmm. that's what Todd Phillips wanted to say in that moment. 
Yeah. It has a voice. It's a very angry voice. Very angry. Very sharp. Very... <laughs> but it, it's a voice. And the idea of having individual projects yeah. that are unrelated yeah. to each other. Things like the Joker Solo film. Yeah. A Birds of Prey film. A, um, a Suicide Squad film. Yeah. A Batman film. They're, they're, they seem to be pulling out all the stops yeah. for that. Yeah. It's like they're doing all the things for that movie. And it's mm. like... The script, the script, uh, whenever you hear someone talk about a superhero movie, like an actor that's like doing promotion, or say something like, oh, it's epic, or it's yeah. really fun. But like, we've heard, I, I think, I can't remember who was quoted saying this, but like, someone, like an actor that was in the movie, said, like, the script is very dark, moving, and like, a, like an emotional sort of thing. And like, I thought, that's interesting. It is, to call yeah. it that, and not an epic superhero movie or whatever. <laughs> like, call it like dark and emotional and quite like moving is... Interesting for a battle movie, you call it emotional, like a moving. Because mm-hmm. even the Dark Knight, a movie that I love, I don't find emotional. I just feel like it's so incredible to watch on like a movie making level, and like the character and the writing is so good. Mm-hmm. But I never like, I never cried at like Rachel dying. I found it shocking and like amazing and great writing for the characters, but I never cried at it. So mm-hmm. to call it emotional, I feel like is an interesting thing. Yeah, I feel like if you're gonna have an emotional character a character whose parents were killed in front of him yeah you know that's a good template good template just yeah. please please don't show me again yeah <laughs> I've seen it don't need it so many times no. Joker Batman vs Superman like you can Gotham men- like, you can mention it and put yeah. some importance on it but like don't show me it again mm-hmm. like, well I want Uncle Ben in Spider-Man I want, I want importance on him but I don't want to see it again yeah I don't need to see it again I I think one of the, the strengths they've played to there is that they haven't shown the whole bitten by a spider. It's yeah. radioactive. <gasps> oh my god, I can stick yeah. to walls. One day. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, god. I'm excited for Into Spider Verse 2. We're talking about Birds of Prey. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, yes, I do share that. I would agree with that. It's hard to review this movie because I just loved mm-hmm. all of it. It really what is. Or would you give it out of 10? I like a nine. I'd give it a nine. I mean, the only problem I really could have is really that at certain points the structure of like going back and forth can be a bit like mm, what we're doing, where we're going with this. But like once you know where we're, I think basically once a second time, I think I'd enjoy it even more. Mm-hmm. I just know where we're going. I feel safe yeah. in the hands of like this is going somewhere. It's going somewhere pretty great. So I feel like whereas the first time around I was into it, but I was every once in a while questioning what, why are we going forward then backwards. Yeah. I felt this time, second time around, it'll just work well and just flow better as well. Hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I w- yeah. I'd probably given it give it seven and a half. Oh really? Okay, cool. Mainly because my my ratings are quite low for films. Yeah. But I mean, I would say maybe maybe high sevens. I'd say mm. you're getting towards an eight for me. Yeah. But not, not you're not quite no. there. there, are, there this are is going to be controversial. What for you? Uh, I might have enjoyed this more than like your end game or your mm, okay just cause I just I'm just really into like the idea uh, of just making a f- mental movie about this character just doing mm. this one very simple thing but doing it in such a fun way uh, it's just well <sighs> in a similar way end game is very close to my heart and I wouldn't m- mainly because it just felt so intense growing up to it mm-hmm. oh yeah I'm sure. I'm sure. In the future, we might we might do an episode on some like cinema experiences or something. Yeah, best cinema experience. Yeah, a lot. Ah. Quite a few for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. Are we coming to the end? Yeah. 
Are we? Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, we're coming to the end. I think. Yeah, really good film. A really yeah. enjoyable film. Great film. Best of all time. Uh huh. I would say. Ever made? Yeah. Close. He, she breaks <laughs> a guy's leg in two ways. And apparently it's PC. PC. Also, one thing I'd like to say, one of the other criticisms I saw mm. was apparently, it's not the birds of prey. Right. No. Oh, yeah. So, it's not the birds of prey, but you're happy with your Joker being an absolute imbecile. <laughs> um, <laughs> who never once actually behaves like the Joker. Yeah. And gets by on sheer luck. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Here's my thing about this, right? I know we disagree on Joker. Oh, I know we disagree on Joker. My... <laughs> uh, but mm-hmm. I feel like characters like this, especially comic characters that are being interpreted so many times in comic books, yeah, should be like twisted. They should be different. Yeah, should be different I mean, all yeah. time. You, you might not like it. Like I don't necessarily like the uh, the version of the Joker, but it's not wrong. No, none of it's wrong. It's not incorrect. I'm yeah. not going to tell you it's wrong because, so, like, you know, it's it's yeah. different. Because even in the comics, there are different versions of the characters. For God's yeah. sake, Spider-Man, there's like alternate reality versions and all mm, sorts. Yeah. Even Peter Parker, we've had three different versions of him in live action. Yeah. So having this like you hyper, hyper colorized, hyper like out gear kind of world for a Harley <laughs> Quinn movie isn't like sacrilegious towards her comic book where she's like the yeah. Joker it's kind of a dark one I don't know yeah. you're just using what you have available to you yeah. they, can, they can be different and I feel like a prime example is Batman yeah there's so many ways you can torment that like you have... in the space of like 10 years we got Tim Burton Batman and then we got Joel Schumacher to <laughs> uh, freeze Batman and mm-hmm. both of those are still the same Batman yeah and like yeah I accept both as the same ba- like actual Batman yeah you've got you've got you you have darker versions like The Dark Knight. Yeah. You have The Killing Joke, which is the yeah. a comic and an animated film. Mm. Uh, you have the Arkham games. Yeah. They're quite brutal. But then you have like Batman yeah. Brave and the Ball, the cartoon where he wears a pink kip. Yeah. For a special like fighting. Yeah, Adam West. Sure. Yeah, I was gonna say Adam West. Like, the the first thing we saw, the first sort of Batman film in live action. Yeah. Involved. A rubber shark yeah. clinging onto a ladder, exactly. and the use of the words yeah. "bat sh- shark repellent spray." Yeah, and that was Batman for like a good ten mm-hmm. years. Everyone, my uh, we, I bought my dad the box set mm-hmm. of that. All of it. Oh, all of them. Yeah, and they're great. They're great fun. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah, so like, yeah. so like even so like Spider Man at one point was Tobey Maguire. He was was Tobey Maguire, and Spider Man was a hyper. Like colorized world where mm-hmm. everyone's spoken like these really like like, like poetic sort of sentences, and then also it means Spider-Man comes along and it's like kind of like a dark noir sort of thing. Yeah, you know it's not a great movie. It kind of has that look and feel to it, hmm. and it feels more like grounded and realistic. Yeah, and then, then Homecoming happened, and it's kind of like different complete thing again. It's very very youthful and very yeah, youthful, energetic high school movie. Yeah, it can be turned to so many things like, and to say it, to say. It, like just to say that someone that can only do one thing, especially to the creative yeah. director, it's like saying it really is like just putting you in a box for actually having a good experience, having something yeah. new and fresh. It's like saying there's only one kind of cheese. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and um, like, people are angry about Black Mask being not like quite like, like a hyper actual like serial killer mm-hmm. madman. Like like because I remember in Arkham Origins the video game, he's quite like a he's just like kind of a, not generic but like a, a threatening mob boss. Yeah, there's nothing. Like hyper, like kind of like, you, yeah. you and a guy going ew. It's not, it's not <laughs> that in it, but like that's a version of black mask, and this yeah. is a version of black mask. You can interpret it how you want. Like telling telling people that that's not right 
you can't you can't do that. It's you it's can't. not fair. Yeah. It's not fair on the people that made it, but it's also not fair on the people who enjoy it. Yeah. Again, um, again, I don't want to keep bringing Star Wars in, mm-hmm. but Ryan, people like Ryan Johnson, they're fans. You know, yeah. it means something different to everybody else. Yeah. You know, everybody yeah. has has a different memory of going into the cinema. Yeah. JJ see, see Star Wars a different way than Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson sees it a different way than George Lucas did. Yeah, everyone sees it differently, and they yeah. have their own view on it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's, there's like a kind of essence, like baseline sort of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is, there's some sort of essence towards it where you do feel kind of like this isn't the character mm-hmm. that if you do change all of it to this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, so many elements can be changed, like malleable. And stuff like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's um. Yeah, and that's yeah. Like one day, like even like Iron Man before Robert Downey Jr. He was kind of a straightforward character. He was. He was. He was a popular comic book yeah. character, but he, he was never. Snark, he wasn't. The he wasn't level. like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. So he kind of changed it. Ooh. Anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, that's it. We we yeah. we, we really enjoyed Birds yeah, of Prey. I loved it. I loved the really fun. Action's great. Yeah. Actual like well-made action as well, not like made made in post. It's like cause I feel like we've got used to that recently in superhero movies yeah. where it gets made in post and like well we go we'll do it for you. <laughs> in this movie, I feel like they did the action for real yeah. and it's like went for it. Hmm. So. Yeah, you have yeah it's, again the police station fight is so colourful, it's well choreographed, yeah. it's entertaining, it's so fun. Yeah. Um, and then. Behind the, the fairground, where yeah. they're all doing the different thing, they're all interacting with each other. Yeah. They all have sort of turns. Turns to, to, hate, uh, to, to like wall skins. Yeah, <laughs> they all have turns. To look after um, Kane. Yeah, and the way, sort of the way it feels like you're, you're organically moving, sort of the camera movement. You're mm. organically moving between segments. Yeah, it's so good. I'm so happy. With great, it. great stuff. Is what I wanted. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be Can back I? next week I think there's no strike next week is there I'm not on the Wednesday I think the strike's oh, is, from Thursday and Friday does that affect the radio station I don't think it does I think it starts next Thursday anyway, anyway thank you very much for listening yep we hope you've enjoyed we hope we hope you might we hope I don't know we hope you agree we hope you disagree we hope you have fun we hope you're not militant about it yeah we hope you don't attack us <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hope you hope you don't hate our rants. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> I have been your co-host Matthew. I'm Henry Murray Guy. Brought awesome. to you by Leeds Student Radio. Good Thank night. you very much. <laughs>